Welcome to the Insecurity Project Podcast. Most people think the best you can do with insecurity is mask it, manage it, or medicate. I'm convinced this is a problem that can be solved for good, and that's what this show is all about. Join me for weekly 10-minute Tuesday episodes, live coaching demonstrations, and world-class interviews on the subject of overcoming insecurity. Now on to today's show. Hello again, friends. Let me finish what I started last week and give you the remaining eight success principles. And I'm going to double down on the bold claim that I made last week. Uh, I do believe I am living a successful life. I, I do believe that I am having a good experience of being a human and that I am a good human. And these are the things that have worked for me and continue to work for me. And that is a bold claim. But there's no point dancing around that, that the fact that that is what I am saying um, and that I don't hear other people say that. Um, the most common conversations around success are it's a work in progress and I'm on my way. Um, but, but I love thinking about the fact that life is spiritual, but in order to access the spiritual life, you have to include and transcend to quote Ken Wilber and that is you have to work out how to fully be a good human being before you can work out how to have a spiritual life you don't get to bypass your humanity and so that is what I'm saying here there is a way of thinking about the human life the gift of life we've been giving there is a way of understanding how to do that successfully how to understand relationships finance purpose work health how to not be how to not be insecure how to not feel like you are faking it till you make it to not feel like an imposter to fear your nature is bad and is going to undermine or expose you at any moment there is a way of actually solving those problems and to be here present and unguarded at your best where it matters most and that is what i am saying to you so um, to continue on from last week here are the remaining eight of 15 so so number eight is to orient your, yourself in the world in this order story state strategy while most people are living strategy state story that is they are getting up in the morning paying attention first and foremost to what they need to do based on whatever state they find themselves in with no awareness of the narrative, the story that they find themselves in. That is, there's no way you can succeed as a human being when you live like that. The unfair advantage is when you live story state strategy instead, that you understand your first and most important thing to do in the morning is to orient yourself back to story. Who are you and what are you doing and what does it mean to be you and what is true and what is right and And then from there to then go prime your state and then from there to go do epic work because doing always flows out of being whether you're aware of that or not. So if you live strategy state story, all you're doing is still impacted by who you are being. It's just that you don't know who you are being and you're you're being, you don't have eyes on that. So who you are being is likely to have been set at at a time when you didn't have many skills and you were still inhibited by fear and you didn't understand who you were and so you'll have created a whole bunch of assumptions and opinions about who you are being that now are the thing driving who what you are doing. So your ability to actually understand who you've been in the past and the stories you live, you've lived out of and then realize you're not the actor, you're the storyteller and so you created those stories and you can update them so to create beautiful narratives for yourself that are bigger and more beautiful each day 
and align yourself to that. And and here's the important thing around the state story. Sorry, sorry the story state strategy principle is that every day there are a thousand stories yelling at you about who you are and who you should be and what you should be doing. There is a million things to be afraid of, to be worried about, to be distracted by. There is so much noise and stuff distracting you from from the fact that you are alive, that you are human and and causing you to miss beauty, to miss wonder, to have no idea of reverence. Uh, and just to exist and to be to exist in some subhuman kind of way there are so many opportunities for that so you will need something to course correct if you don't have a course correction strategy how are you supposed to survive in the world just because you succeeded yesterday is no guarantee you succeed today just because you succeed this morning is no guarantee you'll succeed this afternoon like the opportunities to be knocked off track are plentiful so therefore you will need something to get you back so I'm not saying that I don't get knocked off track I do frequently but I know how to get back in the game I know how to reorient myself and every time I live story state strategy I'm reminded that's right ah I remember I know who I am again and when I know who I am ah now I know what to do and I breathe differently, and I'm at peace, and I'm present, and there is no fear, and there's nothing to, to worry about. I, I am okay and alive and present. So you will need, you will need that. Otherwise, it, you, you cannot succeed. Number nine is to honor rapport with yourself as the chief decision-making system. So to develop an internal communication system, to understand that you are, you are one being, not two, you know, mind and mind and body, um, conscious and unconscious, head and heart. That's all one system. And so, typically, the young person strategy is to try and succeed by fighting against. So it's using the mechanics of self-discipline as your motivation strategy. And you can do that. Willpower is a thing. You can succeed when you're young by fighting. And you have energy to waste. It's a very inefficient strategy. But you get to midlife, and that that is not a believable plan. The law of diminishing returns, and and it's so brutal that you you create massive discord internally and unrest. And because your unconscious is powerful and creative, then there's sabotage that kicks in because your unconscious does not enjoy being being bullied, being misunderstood being treated in an unkind and unloving manner and so therefore you you kind of arrive at a halt where you don't access the best of you because there's no trust there's no rapport so to succeed in life you must rebuild the relationship with yourself and to live like that that this connection with yourself is everything you cannot afford to jeopardize it so in order to say yes to something that you might be able to maintain rapport with someone else but if it comes at the cost of rapport itself then it's not worth it. Never ever is it worth it because if you don't have peace with yourself, you have nothing. You have no way of living in the world. To be disconnected from yourself is to be lost, is to be at sea. So the ability to understand your own language, to to uh, heal any mistrust and to operate together means that you, you live with self-permission rather than self-discipline. I've spoken about this. If that's the first time you've heard that language, there's a whole bunch of other episodes about this and, and books written. So, But that is the principle. Live by permission, not discipline, which, is, which means you are honoring rapport with yourself. Um, number 10, be clear about what you want. 
you know, the most dangerous and difficult question in the world, but also the most important and life-giving and also the adult question is what do you want? And yes, it's hard, but, but you cannot avoid it. If you want to succeed in life, it is off the back of that desire to, to, to be human. To desire is to be human. It is a central element of being a human being is to understand that desire for more, for bigger, for better, is real, is true, is honest, is central. Most people have shut that down because it's too dangerous and it, it is too terrifying. It exposes them. If they be clear about what they want, then it opens up the, the opportunity for failure, rejection, disappointment and exposure. And so obviously we've already talked about resolving insecurity as a previous success principle, um, but, but be clear about what you want is your only chance of living well it is the it is the it is the reason for doing the change work you know it's part of the seven essential practices for overcoming insecurity is to develop a compelling life vision it's the thing that drives you forward when it gets hard you know when i get stuck when i get disappointed when i get discouraged when things are unfair when they don't work out the only thing that gets me back in the game is the is the question what do you want and what are you prepared to do about it so the clarity around a beautiful and compelling vision for life is it's non-negotiable. It, it has to be. And it's dangerous, yes, and it's problematic, yes. And when I get clear about what I want, it's often I know it's true because it would be far easier not to want that. <laughs> but it is the heart of living a successful life is to be very clear about what you want. Number 11, uh, be pragmatic. So... That to me is is such a success principle because it in in built in the idea of being pragmatic is is the judgment free space. You're not ordering your life based on what's right or wrong or what you should do or what you shouldn't do. It's just does this get me more of what I want? Can I trust my nature? And can I trust my desire? And if I if what I want is good, then then everything is oriented around how do I get more of that? Is this working? Is this serving me? If it's not, then jettison it. Let go of it. Update it. So when you're pragmatic, you are nimble. You are flexible. You grow. You are, you are able to think objectively about stuff. You don't get stuck in story and stuck in tradition and stuck in history and stuck in expectation and stuck in judgment. It, gives you, it, it allows you to be free. And when you are free, then you are able to be at your best where it matters most. Number... Uh, 11, be wholehearted. Go all in on the things you believe are right for you. You'll get burnt in the middle area around trying, the, the having a go, the, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about it, yeah, I'm still weighing up my options, I'm not, I'm leaving my options open. I'm kind of, yes, it's a yes, but uh, if it doesn't work, then it's going to be okay. My best decisions in life have always been yes with no other option. I'm, I'm all in here. If this doesn't work, well, it has to work because I've burnt the bridge. I've shut the door. I've, I've ruined my escape path. If I have a sense that it is what I want and that it is right for me and that, that's all I need, then, then go all in, all the chips in. Because then you create a vacuum for yourself where you must now find a way. You must grow. You must evolve. This vacuum draws in resources. You have to solve problems, which means you need to seek wisdom, 
which means you need to deal with uh, limiting beliefs, which means you need to confront assumptions that are faulty. You, you adapt quickly when you are wholehearted. Uh, and it is, it is such a sincere way to live. It is a place of integrity. When I became a coach and I realized that uh, there was no barrier to entry and so there was no time restrictions on when I could start my business, I realized that I, I, I could give myself permission to serve other people, not because I was perfect in anything, but because I was wholehearted. And that, is, that has been the thing that has given me great comfort and confidence to go into any room, to have any conversation with any person in the whole planet, because I know that I don't have to be perfect in any of these principles, but I do know I must be wholehearted, that I'm not hiding anywhere. That gives me integrity. That means that I can hold a space. That means I will not let anyone else off the hook because I'm not letting myself off the hook. It's all in. Do or do not do. There is no try. The middle ground is where you get burnt. The middle ground is where you suffer. And the middle ground is where you ruin beautiful principles because you you trick yourself to say that you gave it a go when you never really did. You never really put everything into it. And so it was never going to work anyway. Number 13. Learn how to keep the space clean between you and those you love. When you're thinking about the end of your life and the stuff that will matter most to you, it will be relationships. It will be loving relationships. It will be friends and family, the people who you gave yourself to and who gave themselves to you that you got to go on a journey with. That'll be the stuff that matters most to you. And so the importance of a clean space between these people rather than managed arrangements uh, is is really where six, a successful human life it has to be lived at, and so that is a, that is a difficult thing. It's the whole leverage book that I've written about this subject. The assumption that just because a relationship starts in a clean space, it will automatically continue in that way. That is not true. The law of entropy says it. Everything is on a path towards decay. And so stuff gets in between you and those you love and the space becomes polluted. That is the natural path. So therefore, you must develop the skills and the confidence and the certainty to be able to, to, to be able to reclaim that space, to make sure that you're okay. There's nothing between you. And there, there's a bunch of stuff inbuilt in that, but the principle is clean or nothing. <laughs> Do whatever it takes to clean that space with the people that you love. Uh, number 14, walk through doors and go where the life is. So I, I someone asked me about this uh, experience with Lieb Kinko at the moment and how I got that opportunity and how that happened. And to answer that question, I had to go back at least four years and talk about 20 doors that I'd walked through. It was not just one thing that I did that got me here it was, well, Well, I said yes to this, and then when I said yes to that, I said yes to this, and then, then I did this, and then I couldn't quite see where this was going to go, but I knew it was right, and so I stepped through the door and I was wholehearted about that, and, and it smelt like life, and so I kind of felt like I had enough to go yes to this, and, and, and each of those doors enlarged my life. And, and caused me to grow as a human being. And then I got to the next door and it felt right and I was wholehearted and I walked through that door. So um, that metaphor has been beautiful for me in terms of being a successful human being, that I will never be able to see 
all the way down the road and understand everything that's going to happen to get where I want to go. All I will be given is a set of opportunities and choices and doors for today. And so success will come as I walk through doors. And uh, there are no right or wrong choices in life. There are just choices. And on the back of those, there are more choices. And so it doesn't, it's not saying you, are, you have to be perfect in, in the doors you walk through. But you have to walk through doors. You have to be prepared to see what's there. And once seeing there, you get a whole bunch more choices as to having seen that, now what are you going to do? So um, that, that idea has been very important to me and I think it is a central part of success as a whole. And go where the life is is, a good, is good enough to know which doors are right. Does this smell like life? Does that smell like death? Does it feel like life? Does it feel like death? Great. Well, then I'm going to avoid doors. I'm going to shut doors that feel like death. I'm going to open doors that feel like life. And in the worst case scenario, even if it's not right, then I will have a great story to tell and it will enlarge me and there's no failure, only feedback. So it will get me more of what I want anyway. And the final piece, number 15, is to see the world in patterns and specifically archetypal patterns. So, you know, I think a successful human being understands the game, the big game that we're playing here. And so that is a game of patterns. It's it's getting out of your own unique experience and to get up higher and to get some perspective. And as soon as you get perspective, you realize that you are not special, that there are predictable patterns and processes. There are things that we all share in common. Um, when I think about the process of the gifts that life has, they're, they're archetypal gifts. And when you get to see that, then it changes what becomes possible. I had a conversation with a client recently about um, difficult relationships and the way of processing those clean spaces. And so there are a few levels around that, but the, you know, the first is to just kind of go, well, that person really annoys me and I can't reconcile why they would do that. So I'm just going to let it go. I'm not going to let it bother me. I'm going to live as though they have no power to inflict pain on me and I'm going to move on. That, that solves the problem for today, but there's no reconciliation in that. And so there's resentment. And that person still has the power to trigger you at any moment. Uh, and so that's not a very satisfactory resolution. So then the next level is to go, well, then I will fight to clean the space. I will lean in. I will do conflict. I will, I will fight for my opinion here. I will fight for the fact that this person owes me an apology. I will, I will lean in and clean that space. So that is, that is a much higher resolution and a really important one. But then there exists the next level of resolution when you realize there are some people that won't allow the, the space to be clean and, and nor would you want them to in the end because they are actually role players in your life. They exist with an embodied gift and, and the real gift is the fact that they are difficult by design. So the archetypal bully, the archetypal temptress, the archetypal father, the archetypal... Um, dominant leader they're not supposed to change they are they are there for you they're not happening to you and when you see the patterns you understand that their resistance is your growth strategy the obstacle is the way Marcus Aurelius what looks to impede the path actually is the path 
you know, the bully being difficult is the opportunity for the victim to dig so deep inside their own being that they find the strength to stand up and punch the bully in the nose and fight for what's right. The, the parent who is, is dominant and knows best, that is the opportunity for the son or the daughter to actually think about their own wisdom and rise above and actually reparent themselves and own the fact that they can be right in their own eyes. They can be their own source of wisdom and truth and direction, that they won't defer to somebody else. They, won't, they don't need somebody else to set the course, that they can be the one that meets their own needs. They can be self-sufficient. If everyone got out of their way and made it easy, there's, there's no resistance, so there's no obstacles, so there's no growth. So uh, I've mentioned this in a whole bunch of other, other places, but just to really capitalize on that principle, when you see the world in patterns, then you actually have access to the highest level of gifts and therefore ultimately the, the highest level of success as a human being. Um, I hope that's been useful uh, I hope these are practical enough for you to apply in your life. Uh, you know, if you need more information about one or more of these principles, reach out and I'll show you where you can find more resources on each of these things and the specific things I've written or spoken about, previous podcast episodes or certain chapters in books. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's go onward and upward and the the idea of being a successful human being is not elusive. It is achievable. That is the point of why I'm sharing this. I'm not a special person. <laughs> Success is easy. Well, it's simple because it's, it, sorry, it might not be easy, but it, it is simple. You only have to do a few things semi-consistently some of the time and it quickly separates you from the pack because most people will never live like this. So if you want a successful life, this is the path. We'll leave it there. Talk to you again soon. You've been listening to the Insecurity Project podcast. All you need to solve any problem is the proven framework and someone skillful enough to hold you in the space until it works. If this is your year to be insecurity free, jump on the insecurityproject.com and begin your journey to become unhindered by getting a free copy of the seven essential practices for overcoming insecurity.